<laughs> Different pair of sunglasses now. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, and welcome to the Peak PT Studio podcast with myself, Rich Higgins, Josh Jurieff, and David Lewis Charlton. How are we doing? Bonjour. Sticking with it. Uh, oui, oui, uh, monsieur. Oui. Uh, oui. I like earlier you accents. went. We are doing accents yeah. in the studio. Huh? Oh, about yeah. five minutes ago, Josh like, oh, sorry, I don't know why I'm speaking French. Like, just to clarify, you're not speaking French. You're speaking <laughs> a really poor French accent. Have you, have you seen Allo Allo? Because they were speaking <laughs> French in that. They have the We are practicing our French accent, huh? No, yeah. How's your uh, how was your weekend, David? <clears throat> very nice, very nice. I can do the Swedish chef from Muppets. That's... <laughs> with the action the action's going much better with it. Defended whole yeah. of Scandinavia. Yeah. Well, I think Jim <laughs> Davison did that. Not me. With his yeah. Muppet. Copying, not creating. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come for a lawsuit here, Jim. Or Scandinavia. <laughs> no good rugby good class good class good class solid guys. yeah very good class good. yeah it's all good fun stairs yesterday and this morning oh excellent like yeah i did a class she's like oh yeah 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 shut up <laughs> 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 Yeah, you like peaked your heart right there, didn't you? Pretty much like two beats away from absolute max. Really? <clears throat> Four off. 192. Theoretical nice. 196. Nice. That's Such up there. Man. That's up there. <laughs> Those are the into the ski egg. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite tough. Lovely actually. combo. Changed up how we did a little bit. That's good. <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, what have we got on? Mythbusters this week. Ooh, oh, man. Got, got a jingle. I forgot I need to upgrade my jingle. Thanks, Jason. You shoot me down. Oh, yeah. I listened to, I've listened to one podcast. It was good, apart from the jingle. Yeah. What? Jason How said it's the first podcast he's ever listened to. Like, he's never, ever listened to a podcast before. And he was like, well, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I said, don't. I was like, don't listen to any others. They, they all, they're all just like this. All sound the same. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, once you've heard one, you've heard them all. Like, all the same thing. Yeah. But if you can like and share, that'd be brilliant, Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did say the jingle was terrible. <laughs> he said, I'm not sure what's going on there. It's quite, quite brutal. But there we if go. you could see David's face now, he looks like yeah. a broken man. David's yeah. searching online if you can block listeners to podcasts. A bit like you can on Instagram or something. <clears throat> um, are we doing the jingle? Or I'll just get into it. Ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling. Today, Mythbusters listeners, um, we are talking about um, different methods, which one's best for weight loss or fat loss. Um, and then histori- historically, um, I had an insightful call with my sister on the weekend, and we're talking about what she prefers to do and what she thinks is better. So we taught Eloise, my sister, shout out Eloise. Um, she was, <laughs> yeah, she was under the impression that cardio is, you know, king for weight loss and fat loss. Um, and she said that um, weight training is 
slightly counterintuitive for that, which I said is not true. Eloise, I did uh-uh. shot that, shot that down. Um, so yeah, that's what we're talking about in Mythbusters today, fellas. What do you think? Fat loss. It's I bad. think. What do people say? Abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah, mm. like we always yeah. say, it's easier not to eat a Mars bar than it is to try and burn off a Mars bar or like burn the equivalent amount of calories. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Are they still two hundred and fifty? What calories? Are they about? Not the king size ones. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Celebrations, you have 16. Not the trio or ones. Yeah. 20 each. Yeah. 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 Nibble the outside chocolate. Then you're just left with the can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get, in, get into I, like... I see you. Get into a bit of explanation of breaking down each, each exercise after. But yeah, generally you want to think of exercises, the positives that you can get from it rather than the calorie burn. So... Cardiovascular, obviously, cardio system, all of that kind of stuff, better cardiac health, all of those kind of things, less out of breath, that kind of stuff, more endurance, and then weight training, gaining strength, gaining muscle tone, increased mobility, increased bone density, all of those kind of positives rather than necessarily mm. just using it as a fat loss tool. I think it like really simplifies it. Looking yes, obviously. Yeah, yes, obviously, doing exercise, getting your breathing up, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> does burn calories but in the grand scheme of things it's so minute in compared to your general burn throughout the day of what your body needs it's far far easier to look at the diet side the nutrition side than it is to try and outwork a bad diet as they say which you can do i'm living proof but it's not the easiest thing to do and it's probably for most people not the most time effective way of doing it yeah, agreed. Especially yeah. with, uh, oh, I'm going to think, oh, oh, I can go for my metaphor. This time it's going to be a petrol one. Hello? Maybe not a metaphor. Maybe, maybe not a metaphor. But just as in people sort of fall for the, if they're trying to save money on petrol, people just look at the petrol price and think, oh, this one's cheaper. But if the cost of driving to a cheaper one that's further away mm. actually increases the sort of, the difference in cost of going to one closer that's slightly more expensive, but you spend less petrol getting there. It's whatever the net average is, the net effect. Mm-hmm. And so whatever method of fitness exercise you want to use, whatever creates not even just the biggest, but the most sustainable calorie deficit over whatever time period you've given yourself for your fat loss diet. Yeah. So whatever method keeps you there um so yes cardio can technically burn more calories but again it's preference if you end up hating it and then because you hate it you need a bit of a coping mechanism and then you eat to cope with doing cardio Mm. you've got a bit of a negative sort of yeah cycle whereas with strength training you may burn less calories at the time in the session but then if you feel good, you feel sort of strong, powerful, and you like it, and it has a bit of a sort of mental positive effect, it's easier to stick to nutrition and bits and pieces because you feel, oh, I'm getting stronger. It's not worth having that double extra chocolate bar. 
yeah we <clears throat> sort of want to stay so it's more sort of whatever keeps you on mentally on the side of managing your nutrition best is probably going to be the best method of fat loss exercise wise we've talked about that before haven't we a bit with <clears throat> and certain methods of training and like hit training for example and people get up early in the morning and do 30 45 minutes hit or whatever it is and then starving throughout the rest of the day and then there's that little mm. psychological twist of you have in the back of your mind oh that's cool because i got up and did my exercise this morning so i can eat this i can eat that and i've earned it or whatever it is and it just goes into a bit of a downward spiral that way rather than taking care of both the you know the yeah. abs are made in the kitchen sort of thing it's there's always like that oh it's 80 percent diet and 20 percent this i'd say it's like 100 percent of both in terms of getting fit and healthy and in shape so it's worth focusing a hundred percent on both and not just one or the other mm. and yeah. not trying to play them off against each other look <clears> at the <throat> benefit that you can get from both so the benefit you can get from good nutrition and the benefit that you can get from exercise rather than the downward side of I can play one off against the other by eating crap but working out lots and trying to burn it all off yeah because I think again it depends on context as with everything but especially with time frames if you've got a shorter time frame you sort of need something a bit more I say intense as in mm. get more calorie burning but yeah. similarly if you know you're doing a short term diet there's less psychological struggle because you know it's short term yeah. so they may coincide and have a positive effect whereas if you go all out with your exercise trying to maximize calorie burn and you're say trying to do a two-month diet and then uh, you sort of have the fatigue accumulation from working hard without eating enough energy to repair and restore and <clears throat> return fully you're just going to feel like crap over time and then that is more likely to negatively impact your food your diet your nutrition and then that's where the calories might come from three weeks in four weeks in so again it's all context of <clears throat> whatever puts you in that calorie deficit and maintains for whatever duration you've set for your yeah. fat loss phase yeah for sure whether that's Not whether that's strength cardio hit mm. slow long steady state walking general activity even yoga bikram yoga yeah i did <laughs> enjoy that bikram yoga oh you you get hot so you burn more calories because you sweat more. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like no you just sweat more <laughs> yeah you'll get a dehydrated <clears throat> yeah. tiny of calorie burn to try and keep yourself cooler and manage body temperature so yeah. that's like five pieces of popcorn and you do <laughs> a jockey about to race yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> cling film oh we used to have a couple of guys didn't we at our old gym that used to come in with bin bags on the treadmills and stuff like that oh so God, funny so yeah, funny bin bags in the sauna yeah 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 yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> have you seen the instagram of uh paula lima when that girl's doing like spin i don't know what it's like bikram spin or something <laughs> she's, in, <laughs> she's in a sauna and then he's cut it next to like him just sat in the sauna like looking cross-eyed at her like uh what are you doing <laughs> so <laughs> good back out of here it's yeah so funny well you passed out he's good, he's funny. <laughs> oh it's brilliant that's a good follow on instagram paula lima um nice nice yeah there's our myth busted 
Jason, I hope you like the jingle. <laughs> Good chat around that. Best effort this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, back end of last week, I think it must have been a couple of bits of research that come out recently, but uh, David and I were both talking about it and listened to it actually on two different podcasts. And it's a really interesting topic and quite a broad one, I think, was exercise snacking. Um, and we'd heard it independently on two different things. I've since listened a little bit to the one that uh, David was talking about. And it is the idea of super short bouts of exercise throughout the day, of maximal intensity exercise for the most part throughout the day, providing overall like health benefits, specifically around sort of VO2 max, so essentially cardio um, benefit to people and long-term health. With, yeah, like we say, short, super short burst of exercise. So I think there was a couple of different studies, actually. The one on the um, Huberman podcast was, I think they were doing 20 or 30 seconds max effort every four hours at work. Yeah, was it? Running up stairs. Yeah, running up, running up a flight of stairs 20 in 20 seconds. And then the one I listened to was, I think, four second bouts of exercise with 30 seconds recovery nine times or something like that. Um, and actually the huge benefit it can or was giving to people in terms of uplifting VO2 max, uh, really interesting concept. And it comes back to, we get a lot of the time and what we were talking about at the end of the week is that quite often you'll get people, I only had 20 minutes, half an hour to work out. So I didn't get to the gym or I couldn't get to the gym. Then rather than do something at home, you just end up doing nothing. And I don't know, maybe it's the fault of personal trainers that all our sessions are hours, an hour long, but everyone thinks that 45 minutes to an hour is, if it's anything less than that, there's no mm. point in doing it. And this completely flies in the face of that, really. Um, there's quite a lot of, um, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like broader topic around it of almost calling people out on, are you really, really training for health or is it? I didn't want to go because I couldn't get a good arm pump burn, whatever it might be in 45 minutes. So there was no point in doing the workout rather than like we've just talked about looking, looking the absolute, um, uh, the absolute overall health benefit. Yeah. I quite like the, um, I think it was just office workers and then it worked in an office and it had stairs. So they just utilized the method that, they had access to, so again, it's not protocol that is the thing that works. It is the <clears throat> the intent and the stress you put through your body that creates the adaptations to improve. So whether it's running upstairs or, like Rich said, cycling on a bike four seconds maximally, whatever it is, you're just trying to break up your day and add in points of short, sharp, intense exercise and they tend to see sort of minimal dose effects to see what can actually improve health markers within the body so cardiovascular bits um, and yeah so it comes out that it, it does have an effect I can imagine it's based more on general population rather than fit athletes doing 20 seconds and getting the benefit but I think that's should be highly motivating for general population to be like oh even if i've got a busy day i can fit 
three times 20 seconds running upstairs in. Mm. I didn't have it as a day. <clears throat> I've ticked off something positive towards my fitness journey rather than it's an intense day. I don't really have 20 minutes consecutively in me or half an hour, an hour, mm. but it's a bit more psychologically sort of or less psychologically demanding to think yeah. I can just go because you don't even need to work up a sweat. You can just work up a heart rate, a high heart rate and breathing rate. I still mm. would recommend people taking an antiperspirant into work. That's <laughs> 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 a training shower. <laughs> yeah, shower in a can. Um, that but yeah, me just on. again, the, the sort of effects of exercise and how we all tend to sort of change our mindset and beliefs about what we perceive fitness is and should be. Whereas there are many places on that spectrum of 20 seconds short sharp through to a marathon and everywhere mm. in between can have a potential benefit to your health. It's just thinking what, what's the why, what's the intent, what are you trying to get out of it? And then working within that. So there's always something we can do for our, to improve our fitness. Even if that would be a bit of stretching mobility, maybe not so at your desk in case you split your trousers. I'm well aware that's happened. Um, but whatever you can do to keep you sort of moving forward will have an impact, especially in the long term, especially if you can change your mindset to think of what is, what can I do as a minimum dose today rather than nothing. It's um, something we talked to, like we talked a little bit a while ago after um, COVID and a lot of that kind of thing and people coming off with illness and getting back into training and stuff and people maintaining like 50% volume to what they were doing previously in terms of their exercise and it having a huge, huge impact on maintaining health. And I think like the main message across <clears throat> from all of this that we talk about is that just because you can't do the ideal workout or what you necessarily had planned, something pretty much always is better than nothing. Um, I was just trying to look up and find some of the studies and some of the, um, on this exercise stacking There's they've done a one looking at VO2 max peak in cycling, um, post a six week intervention, um, five to 12% higher, um, on peak VO2 max with no other training alongside of it. So they're doing again, short bursts of exercise sprints upstairs um throughout the day multiple times a day and lunges and things like that again super minimal in terms of what they were actually doing for huge output it comes back to a lot of the time like you're saying <clears throat> because you can't necessarily see the benefit of doing something like that like because most of us aren't in a lab testing our vo2 max and we can't see that straight away change or we don't see it as weight loss on the scales we think it's going nowhere, whereas a lot of this is showing that you can really make huge health benefits from super minimal dosage. Even the one I listened to, they were saying about a really good, I think, example was people out walking. And, you know, if you're trying to get steps or whatever in per day, um, going out for a walk in the middle of the day and just spending one minute 
walking as hard as you can or walking uphill as hard as you can or walking up steps as hard as you can, whatever it might be, just to elevate that heart rate and push into that top end zone that we're talking about. That was the key basically takeaway from a lot of it was the elevating heart rate, the increased rate of breathing and, and things like that. Yeah, because especially, I mean, I'm throwing the word stress around, but just as in for fitness to work, it has to be stressful. So the whole point fitness works is like mini evolution. We sort of adapt to meet challenges. If something's not challenging, there's no need for the body to invest resources in improving. Mm. But even one peak heart or one to three peak heart rates a day is enough stress for the body, the brain to sort of recognize, hmm, I should probably lay down some new resources and improvements mm. improve the efficiency of my cardiovascular system if i'm going to continue living in this world that i need to run up the stairs three times every other day mm. and what have you <clears throat> so it's all sort of um even low dose high intensity stress can cause change it doesn't need to be an hour of stress like we mentioned earlier um and that's where I think the intent and just having that understanding, like you say, of, of knowing that it can help, I think is should be motivating for people to do it rather than, yeah, 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 20 seconds running upstairs is good for me. Mm. It's not, oh, it's good for me, it's actually, this can cause changes mm. in your body to improve your cardiovascular system, which then over time, if you start going to the gym, Put you in a better place to start there's lots of benefits to it in the long term yeah slight side note as well in terms of like training specificity how many people when they come in or especially <clears throat> as people get older and put on a lot of weight do we speak to in there oh I, st I was walking up the stairs the other day or i went for a long walk and i suddenly realized i was out of breath my legs were burning and fatigued so yeah. <laughs> in terms of like training specificity um, getting good at climbing stairs and things like that uh, is of benefit. And I mean, yeah, in that short burst of time, it's lots of tiny lunges, isn't it? There's all sorts of links with um, leg strength and all cause mortality and things like that. Um, aerobic capacity as well has strong links and indications to quality of life and things down the line. So it seems, especially if people are super short on time, um, it's a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? You're doing 20 seconds worth of exercise with one to four hours recovery in between was the protocol they used. Uh, I'm going to do three that. Got three times a day. Three times a day for six weeks. It's not a huge amount of commitment. Um, need something what? upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah. yeah. And like David said, it's that putting that little bit of stress and elevating heart rate even mm. if we're out on a walk whatever we might be doing dog walk stuff like that it's just picking up the pace hard for a minute or walking up a hill hard um rather than just going out and getting the steps in as it were and just walking at a steady state the whole time there's a couple of i think i know you mentioned it i think it might have been on a separate podcast but equally when we're talking to people about you know improving press-ups or chin-ups or something like that I'm a massive proponent of frequencies absolutely key with that kind of body weight stuff and if someone's trying to build towards a first chin-up is do 
whatever you can almost as many times a week as you can if you've got a bar at home that you can practice hanging from that you can do one negative rep on like do that same with press ups like if you can get it into a routine even if it's within the workout routine if you've got a couple of press ups every warm up do a couple of press ups like every session you do even if you're not mm. doing press ups or chest that day mm. similarly with a pull up if you're trying to build to a pull up <clears throat> you're training three times a week every warm up you do do a pull up um because i think frequency is absolutely key with that kind of stuff and i know david you mentioned about overall um there was a similar sort of thing with muscle strength i think you were talking about or overall strength and power um so similarly with um like if you think with heart rate and that system if you short sharp push it towards high intensity you get effect similarly like with strength if you think of intensity as the maximum weight you could lift for one and so if you were able to do a maximum again as long as you can safely do the good technique for it um but if you could lift say just once a day if you were lucky enough to have a barbell or a kettlebell that's heavy enough just go and pick it up a few times a day even if it's one in the morning one at lunchtime one in the evening it just helps keep that stress and the ability to sort of manage that stress and it just tells the body oh okay i should probably keep hold of these sort of physiological changes i've made because well there might just be a random kettlebell i need to pick up yeah so it just helps keep keep the body needing the sort of fitness changes and improvements you make. yeah even if it's not a maximum set to failure of 20 reps on something near your max or your 20 rep max but it's just how can you push the intensity of something that you one have access to two have the physical ability to do and probably three don't mind doing not necessarily oh i really want to mm. but as long mm. as you don't hate it you don't start building a negative association with fitness there's something yeah. and that's like where we're talking with the fat loss whatever method you can do and have access to do that yeah slightly differently as well a slightly different topic but like isometrics in the same way if you don't have access to a barbell or something like that at home your body doesn't know sorry the muscles don't know the weight that you're lifting like that's an external load that we use but you know max effort isometrics of in a press-up position pushing as hard as you can into the floor or with banded work or you can do them with say a split squat or a squat or a deadlift towel underneath the feet pulling as hard as you can pressing your muscle understands that stimulus that you're asking it to do even if something's not moving there's a stimulation of that pathway for your body to go oh we're trying to exert maximum force even though we're not lifting whatever it might be a 40 kilo kettlebell your body is understanding you're trying to pick the towel under your feet or whatever it is off the floor and it's Make exerting maximum force through the legs yeah <clears throat> or in that press-up position driving your hands as hard into the floor as you can yeah you can still create some of that stimulus without necessarily having access to a gym or weights or whatever it might be struggle happy struggle yeah try and leg press that house i can move this yeah <laughs> <laughs> a, fr a friend at, a friend at uni once 
he was a bit of a meathead. He was in the military and he, as a youngster, was like trying to pick himself up on his granddad's walking stick. So he used to stand on his granddad's walking stick and then try and like pick up either side and like deadlift it basically. And he was always infuriated that he couldn't lift his own body weight on a deadlift before he like... He can't yep. levitate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before, Define before gravity. Got, before he got a bit more into like physics or anything past, I don't know, whatever it is, year one. Magic. <laughs> year one science. We'll leave that up to Simon Dan to debunk why he can't do that. <laughs> but similarly, he's, a, he's exerting even probably more as he got frustrated maximum force into his legs his glutes and his back trying I'd to do to that, that. He's trying to i'd have loved it god damn it <laughs> <laughs> his granddad his granddad just chuckling away in the background keep going <laughs> yeah i just thought it's a really in, it's I mean, funny that it's come up a couple of times. Like I say, there's some new stuff by the looks of these studies. Quite a few of them are 2019 to 2022, 23. There's some of the articles coming out. Um, mm. So it seems like it's a bit of a hot topic at the moment, but really interesting concepts, especially for, like we were saying, people that say they don't have time to go to the gym or don't have time to do this, or I can only get benefit from this. Um, and equally, if, I was saying to this, saying to someone about this the other day, you know, you're someone that's in the gym quite consistently. And then we've got a few clients in the gym quite consistently and then go and work away for a period of time. And it's, oh, I won't be able to get anything done while I'm away. Well, this kind of stuff is where you can put that in. Of Can you do, I mean, 10 minutes for, I think most people is, is pretty realistic of a workout at mm. home. But even this stuff, can you, if you're out on a walk, can you, pick up the pace for a little bit can you do 20 second bursts of this throughout the day um and it's just about creating that stimulus exactly as david says even if, for, if it's a short period of time if you're away for two weeks creating that stimulus to the, just let the body know we still want this we still want this capability to up of have a high-end vo2 max or keep muscle or whatever it might be or keep those pathways awake as it were for example, even Maddie showed this morning that she is human. So she's had mm. a bit of time off. And then even this morning, she's what? like, oh, man. She's like, I've got ab abdoms. I don't know what Rich did to me on Saturday, but I've got abdoms. And she was coming and she's like, I can't remember the last time I had abdom. abdom. Uh. And so she had sort of a period of time off working things. And so coming back, that stimulus is newish after having some time off. And then I've got proof. Mm. Even she needed to use the band for pull-ups this morning. <laughs> she said that about yeah, her. Say, Go on. Uh, as you say, sort of just doing something whilst away and thinking what minimum dose can I utilise to try and keep whatever I've got to, to minimise <clears throat> any negative effects of training. But then similarly, at the same time, if you've been working hard and you're having a mm. holiday, holiday, mm. have a holiday, holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Some full time to rest. So again, we're not saying always do 20 seconds hard everywhere you go, but just mm. context. If you've been working towards a goal and you have a bit of a break because of life reasons and you still want to work towards that goal, 
try and minimize any negative effects if you're having a holiday holiday mm. go and have run punts in the heat <laughs> Zero yeah, we've mentioned, <laughs> mentioned that in, in <laughs> we've mentioned that in podcasts before, haven't we? About realistically, when people are away for one week, two weeks, whatever it might be, and completely down tools on something, you're not going to go back to square one, as a lot of people think, and it doesn't take long to come back equally on the the other side mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, it was context. Um, just context. Yeah, yeah no exactly. For if someone have time off and have time off yeah similarly if someone has time off and they take training gear with them yeah whatever whatever works for them yeah. mentally and positively yeah go nuts nice. yeah absolutely um the <clears throat> it might take another podcast i think but there was a um andy galpin did a great background or a great backdrop of fat loss basically um, it's quite interesting when he quizzed on the topic of how precise he was getting of basically explaining fat loss and he was saying uh, Huberman was talking about calories in versus out and he's like yeah but what specifically happens what's the reason all this kind of stuff um, it's well worth a listen I mean it's quite a long listen but even the first hour or so of that podcast I think for a lot of people would it's so well explained yeah someone that knows their knows their subject inside and out um it's well worth a listen to for sure and that was kind of a little bit of what inspired that uh uh mythbusters this morning about the fat loss side of things that essentially yeah you're you breathe out fat just a deep dive next time yeah we can get into that um a little bit further down the line yeah, I think that's something that will probably take um, a little bit of time on a on another podcast to get through that. Um, nice. So exercise stacking to take away from it. Look at you grinning. You've got a guest on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, other, any other business for anyone? <clears throat> We've got Feb- February social. Yeah. Verity's birthday. Verity's yeah. birthday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got Verity's birthday coming up, so we've got our social Feb eighteenth. Yeah, yeah, eighteenth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for everyone in studio. Um, yeah, so we've we'll we'll get into a little bit of that fat loss side, I think, on next week's <laughs> next week's uh, podcast. But yeah, exercise stacking. I think it was an interesting one to go over. Um, a lot of background on that. Yeah, any other business, guys? No, no, not for me. Enjoy your run punch and mojito. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. See ya.